This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The frustrations are just palpable here. Tobani, good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah, no, thank you very much for your time. We just had Matunjo on right now calling us from Dundee. And Matunjo doesn't believe in this process of the Integrity Commission and the president of the ANC, former president of the ANC and the country, Jacob Zuma, being suspended and being dealt with in this particular regard. I mean, we're seeing the fine writing where this is concerned and that announcement saying Mbalula had revealing here uh, that uh, the suspension will only be processed uh, by the party's disciplinary committee after the elections and then he will then go through a disciplinary process uh, then uh, at around that time. Matunjo is saying that, I mean, uh, really when you look at it, uh, that on its own is telling us that they're not serious about dealing with this matter. Earlier on we had a caller as well uh, that said to us that really when you look at it, uh, this is just a waste of time. I think it was pro or Moses, if I'm not mistaken taken uh, saying that uh, when you look at it if they wanted to uh, more or less deal with this guy they could have just went ahead and expelled him or given him uh, the boot uh, because he has violated the constitution of the party do you think uh, that uh, they would have uh, found themselves wanting or being challenged if more or less they had just went uh, to an outright suspension instead of saying that they're going to deal with this disciplinary process of his his uh, after the elections I think, <laughs> of course, I think a, an immediate decision or a final decision on the matter could have let, have let the matter be able to die its natural cause mm. and maybe the ANC being able to proceed with its own matters without having to worry about uh, the so-called membership of, the, of its former president. I think it having been able, having, being able to take a final decision and finalize the matter is 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 would be it would have been good to provide certainty, but I think I also agree with some of the callers who are speaking about the consistency of the application of the policy mm-hmm. and the and and, and the, for lack of a better word the prosecution of those who do wrong inside the aims i mm-hmm. mean I think I this is a long held view that uh, seems as if the policy of the ANC has eyes and it's able to see so then there is this idea that because it's a former president. I think that it's a plausible thing to say, to say because this is a former president, that looking at the social and political influence in the, in the social and political social landscape of the country, it's not a decision that you can take lightly. Should ever take is, I, of course, you have the idea also that the decision could have been taken very quick when this uh, what's called this offense was created. So this overindulgence of the former president, I think it's, it bears no good fruit. Uh, of course, it's understandable why maybe they could have taken so long and why they want to be careful around dealing with the issue. But I think it's also uh, is something that the institution should look at going forward in terms mm-hmm. of how to deal with those members who, 
I mean, also when you look at it, uh, this has somewhat dealt uh, the party a blow. We were just talking about uh, earlier on with, uh, you know, one of our callers around uh, this uh, call by Panyaza Dusufi now, uh, who's saying that he's going to be hiring MK veterans to try by all means to help fight crimes in uh, the country. And we were also just saying that uh, that is basically seen as if he's saying that instead of you going into uh, the side of the MK party, uh, then please stay within the ANC and let's try by all means to try and satisfy you as your party. And and even when you look at it, it looks as if uh, more or less uh, we see the controversies of party still gaining momentum over time uh, without us uh, seeing the face. And even after the IEC uh, declared that the former president is not going to be, uh, you know, coming back again for the second time as the president of of, of the country. It it, it keeps going. It keeps growing. Uh, In in a sense, that should say to the ANC that there's something uh, that has happened or there was a disconnect somehow. Hence, you're seeing most of your members moving with the former president. Of course, maybe to the first part of your of your, of your question, mm. I think of course, man, uh, when 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 there is the idea that young people in the country and the unemployed youth will be able to to be employed, it's something to be applauded. But also that is said with the idea of understanding that this is the silly season of elections. It is high time. It is a time where uh, people will will promise to to turn cats into lions and to turn water into wine and all the manner of things in in turn to be able to achieve to achieve or to acquire the votes of the electorate. I mean the electorate must of course stay vigilant with with being able to discern what could be the lies and what could be the truth uh, from what politicians would be saying in this process going into elections. And of course, the second part of your question about the idea of the growth of the Ukotoises department, it's getting for everyone else. It's out there for everyone to see. I think the last time we spoke with you, Kakateho, I was bemoaning the idea of the structure of the organization and how it seems as if the party is not interested in introducing some sort of structure to be able to manage and organize this organized chaos and being able to 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 be able to uh, tap into and, and, and uh, to the to the political influence and, and popularity of the former president for the benefit of the party and the solidification of its possible voters and members. I mean, since then, I think the party uh, has come out to announce its provincial coordinators and coordinators, which I think in some way will assist the party in terms of organizing. And, and but of course, uh, I would agree with you that it seems this this the, the MK party is growing in leaps and bounds every day. Every day, I mean, the last time we had this big uh, uh, to call excitement about the formation of a party, I would be remembered, be reminded of the 2009-2008 forming of COPE, oh, and of yeah. course the forming of uh, of uh, economic freedom factors after that. In fact, if you look at it. The, more, the method upon which the structure and the base of Godoses is built, built on, it seems it's the same method that the economic freedom fighters had used to try and solidify and, and create a base, its foundation and base. The idea of going back to grassroots to almost introduce the party, but also to 
to to to to find the approval of the formation of the party from the from the people on the ground. By this we mean what? I mean in the in more at most political parties are found as an elite pet of politicians where people meet in particular rooms and decide that a political party needs to be formed. Though mm-hmm. so that structure seems not to be sustainable. So for many so called bus organizations, it then becomes important when they crisscross uh, they, they are uh, so-called constituency to be able to find goodwill and to, and to legitimize uh, the leadership and the, and, the, and the idea that has been taken to form a party. I think the AMK party, like the EFS, has almost succeeded in being able to say that though there's an elite pet of politicians that have been made to form a party, but there is still necessity to to get, to get the goodwill, to buy the goodwill of 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 of, 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 of the electorate and potential members of the society at large, so that the society can almost own this political project as its own. And we have seen how, from every corner and every day, there seems to be this growing support because of, 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 of the of the MK party because events are being held almost every day to try and mm. establish that connect yeah. between uh, the society, the potential members and the party. So it's, I mean, it's a whole new ball game, it's a, new, a whole array of things mm. being done on the regard to try and uh, capitalize on this momentum the party has. Yeah. What, do you, what is your reading or what do you see beyond uh, the elections where MK is concerned? Uh, do they stay as a party? Do you see them staying as a party, sending members to parliament? What, what, what do you think uh, would happen beyond the elections? Is there a chance of reconciliation between the former president and uh, the ANC? I mean, there's always that saying that there are no permanent enemies or permanent friends within uh, politics. Politics is quite a game. So when you look at what lies ahead beyond the elections, where do, you, where do we place MK? Where do we place the former president? Where the ANC is also concerned? Um, for me, I think the differences are almost irreconcilable. I mean, mm. of course, I make an example of an elite pet. So if I will use that analogy to say the elite may have uh, possibilities of conversation. But the problem is that because they've bought themselves the goodwill and the legitimacy of the grassroots, the grassroots does not seem to have an interest to to reconcile. I mean, of course, there may be a lines of convergence and the idea that these parties can work together in the future. But it seems that from the general membership of the party, there is a view of a, of the party continuing beyond 2024 international general elections. I mean whatever performance the party does, and of course we they would do it what is anticipated to be around five percent, ten percent uh vote at a vote for vote state that it can claim, that puts them put the party in a position where it's able it is possible it has the possibility of sitting on the on the tables where the new next government of provinces like Kenya Tengong, Gauteng and Bumalang and of course the national the National Assembly and the National Executive where it is going to be formed it seems as if the Congress of the party will have a say in how that government goes. Can the party sustain 
and be able to be a sustainable project going beyond 2024 national general elections. That remains to be seen, Kakreho. But all of that lies in what we've always said in its building of an organizational machinery and organizational structure that is able to live far beyond the political influence and the popularity of the former president, Jacob Zuma. I think it is the forward and putting forward of credible leaders, capable of leaders who are able to solidify the organization and take it to better heights. I mean, they will shoot and will have learned from the mistakes of parties that they can cope, who post elections after having done so well uh, for their first elections were unable to maintain and build structure in the organization and be able to limit uh, and uh, interest and ambitions to be able to continue to have a solid a solid organization. I mean, that is what is a very big lesson that MK Party could have, should have learned to say over and beyond popularity and the hype and organized chaos of that time, they will need post-elections to sit down and build structures and, and build some sort of introduce some sort of structure in the organization so that the party is able to live far beyond its leaders and far beyond the political influence of, of the former president. Mm, yeah, there's a lot uh, that really is riding here. But I wanted to get your observation as well, uh, Tobani, to uh, the new political parties in the game in this particular space. We saw uh, the manifestos launched. I, I spoke of Rizem Zansi. I spoke of, uh, you know, the, uh, the BOSA. They were also launching over the weekend. Uh, some callers mm-hmm. saying some of the things that they're saying are just too good to be true. And that maybe probably as the new players in the game, we should more or less have a little bit of grace uh, because they are talking to us as some people that are hoping to get into government and we shouldn't in actually or in actual fact blame them that much uh, in terms of uh, where we find ourselves because they're still trying to establish themselves and uh, gather lost ground where this is concerned. What what have been your observations? What have have been your reading of some of these manifestos that have been launched and how uh, opposition parties that are coming into this space have been positioning themselves? I think, uh, of course, we may need some time to really go through this part, this, uh, what's called manifestos and really analyze them for mm. maybe for a section by section of them. But the, the general view is, of course, if you look at a, part, at a party, for example, in particular, or like uh, Song of Zosie, these I rise in Zanzi, mm. and you look at how it is structured, it's almost sci-fi in the situation where it is, seems to be flooded, especially in its leadership structures by former civil society leaders. It's, it almost structures itself as a civil society forum. And of course, if you read through its manifesto, and that, that is also privileged, that it seems to be a party that is, is less concerned, and my considered view is that, is that it's less concerned about the structure and the system of our governance and our, and our economy and our politics. It seems to come from the view that says it is individual acts and individuals that have created a problem. The system could work, it just needs some, some penetrating and fixing. I mean, of course, that could be a plausible view. But of course, someone else may argue that says that they may need to be some overhaul of the system and the restructuring of our political to be able to, to withstand and to respond to the challenges that we face. Because the structure that we may have today may have been here for the past 30 years and it has been unable uh, to deal decisively with our problems. I mean, 
when you look at parties like Rizom and their talk around ethical leadership, fixing governance, and of course building an economy, an inclusive economy, whatnot, it almost assumes that the structure, the system is okay. What needs to change is the behavior of individuals vis a vis the system that exists. But of course, it's parties that you can see that had rapid growth, and some of them, like Rizom they may not really be mass based organizations as you have seen with like your MK images of your MK the like. It seems really to be an organization that is built around the idea that the organization, the leaders, are able to understand. Of course I see I, I see the idea of saying the manifesto was written from the ground up by the people. But we have not seen Rhizomes as coming out in pursuit of a mass based organization. I mean, of course, there's reasonable support that they enjoy every time they are they come out in public and how they've recruited. But you can see already that it's not an organization that seems to be also uh, invested in the idea of mass-based politics. And of course, as I said, they need to something that comes out from organizations like Musa, organizations like Rise and Zanzi, Arise South Africa and others who seem to sit on the liberals what's called side of the political spectrum. And again, in the liberal side, as we said, Katleho, most of the liberal ideological persuaded people really focus on individual acts, individual incidents, individual issues, and, individual, and individuals as people outside of the blame of the system, of the overhaul of the system. And and, and, and it's almost an, an, an what's called a, a a preservation of the status quo, but changing the managers as such, if, if, I, if I can make that type of example, say, since the system works, mm. but it needs to be managed differently. Well, of course, what you see on the, on the other side of, of that political structure, you'll find people who would say the system is problematic, that's what needs to be overhauled to be changed, yeah. so that the, 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 the people of South Africa may be is helped. I mean, that also comes out if you look at parties like mm-hmm. Rizom's yep. where you can see, as we said before, that the, the biggest currency in politics is the idea or the commodity of hope. That's the biggest commodity that people are, are selling to the general public in exchange for goodwill and access to state administration. Mm-hmm. How these parties yep. are able to package that hope mm-hmm. is going to be very important for them to get the necessary goodwill and vote to be able to access state administration. Well, Tobani, we have Action SA that is coming through uh, with us just between now and 2 o'clock. We are out of time. Uh, but before we go, I want us to take Melvin, who's calling us from Binoni, who wants to speak about the MKs and, and how then uh, we see this MK party uh, develop as we go into the elections. Uh, Melvin, uh, welcome to the show. Yes, hi, hi, welcome. Uh, good morning, good morning, Katler, and good morning to Tobane. Good morning, sir. Uh, he's got yes. such a you know, wonderful analysis of the situation, but there's this missing link mm. with the most, you know, uh, analysts about um, controversies. Mm. It's like people looking at it as if it's an outside entity. You know what we have done is we have just converted from being ANC members in good standing to the MKs, and that makes us to be distinct from all these other examples of COPE, whereby, you know, the leadership left the movement. Now, once they left, they left the infrastructure of the movement. If you look at, for instance, in KZN, 
90% of NC branches have converted into NK. Now, there's no need for us to say we are looking for a structure or looking for of how you know organization works. There's no need for that. Yeah, but you, you had know, to you had to register a new political party, and more or less you can't be using structures of the ANC or resources because you're not yeah. ANC, you are MK. So you have to define yourself as a political party for the electors to believe in what you're bringing yeah. forward. Is that is rebranding? You mm. know, we I mean that is mere rebranding, uh, like for change changing of 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 of, of concepts such as you know, branch leader, you know, having conveners and admin people. Now, that's why things are much more easier, you know. And another issue is people left COPE, you know, they were following individuals. But with the MK, it's people from within. I mean, who are members of the ANC in good standing, but there are lots of decisions that we're not happy with. We're so so, so does, this mean, does this mean that uh, any time, maybe after the elections, we can see you deciding to say, uh, we are now going back home. You know, yeah, everything is, yeah. is greener now. The grass is greener now. We are, we are now yeah. going back home. Let me tell you why the decision was taken today. Um, they were aware that, you know, there's ongoing talks. There are, there are ministers who will be joining MK. But now what was supposed to happen, and there's no even a single, you know, so-called political expert or analyst, analyst that has tapped into that. The, the, the strategy was, you know, after the election, the president will go to the NEC meeting and, and, and pass a vote of no confidence to the current NEC because he's a member in good standing. Now they realize that will destabilize because when it comes to vote, there are a lot of people even within the current NEC who support, you know, you know, our, the pres- President Zuma. Hence, they said, let's suspend and wait. Their bet is on the election, mm. you know. Mm. And even currently, there's a, there are two more meetings that you wanted to attend, including this one that is taking place mm. as we speak. Mm. You wanted it's to attend that meeting. Now. It's been suspended. Yeah, but there's no, yeah, I'm saying they were aware that he was going to attend today, in mm. fact, yesterday. Mm. Now, that's why they rushed, because if he attends, they can't, you know, chase him out. But even with the suspension, a letter is not yet sent to him, hey, you see. It's PTP, it's only you guys, it's PTP. In closing, in closing, you know, I in closing is... You know, I'm 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 eager to listen to you know one political analyst mm. who would say, let's not look at Zuma as as a, as a personality. Let's look at the issues that is bringing forth. That is or raising, even to, mm. yes, it's raising issues that if really people say ANC is an organization that we can look up to, you know, we should be saying yeah, but where now they are they are going? They are going astray. Let yeah, me make two tend to examples. question the timing as well of all of these. All things because he had an yeah. opportunity for nine years as the president of the country yeah. to try and influence yeah. how things should move. So but some of these things is like example. they are foreign to him. Yeah. You know, he wants to two change the constitution exam- and, and, and I yeah. Mean, yeah. just two quick examples about you know how the ANC has drifted. In fact, I'm a, I'm, I love ANC, but if you look at the morality, how it has destroyed the morality of the country, you know, and this is what the uh, President Zuma is doing. South Africa is generally a, a Christian country. We supported Palestine not on the basis of, you know, their philosophy. We're supporting Palestine because 
of you know of of the injustices but ANC found South Africa with Christians but now they are supporting people that are terrorists you know and they are saying that is a decision of South Africans but that is a decision no, that but is they're, they're not the saying we are supporting city. Hamas you see they're not saying we're supporting Hamas they're saying we are protecting and safeguarding innocent lives that have been caught up in this crossfire in the fight between Hamas yeah. and Israel. Hence, you're saying if you want to target, then target Hamas. Don't target innocent kids and women and, and, and children that are there in Gaza. Why are they in the crossfire? If you want to target yeah. Hamas, identify who Hamas is, yeah. find where Hamas yeah. is, attack yeah. Hamas where it is, but leave the people, the young children, the innocent out. So it's not something that we can say that the ANC now is supporting a terrorist Hamas. This is something that we've dismissed even in that court. In closing, let me go. I want to listen to Toman. I'm talking about the ANC position, not Mm. the government position. ANC hosted Hamas. And the ANC that you grew up under, it never supported an entity such as Hamas. We are diametrically opposed to Hamas philosophy. Thank you. I'll I hear you, to I, I hear you Melvin. Morning. Thank you very much, man, Please. for the call. Uh, Tobani, we're totally out of time. I have Action SA that is mm. on standby. Please, let's wrap it up. Uh, uh, let's wrap it up in two minutes. Uh, so and let's touch on what Melvin has, has said here. Melvin is an MK uh, member, and he seemingly believes that, uh, you know, there can still be a way of working together uh, between the MKs and the ANC beyond the elections. Mm. And and uh, the problem is the issues that were raised, uh, but not them actually more or less coming out as a splinter party like COPE and the EFF and other parties that came out of the ANC? My brother, because we don't have time, yeah, don't I, will, have time. I will just say caution on two things. I mean, the political messaging of MK, especially around its membership between MK and ANC, is problematic. I mean, it creates a confusion on the general voter mm. of of of. If I want to vote for MK and I disagree with the ANC, how do I vote for it if this political messaging of saying, but we are still members, it creates a confusion. And the idea of structures that I was speaking about, it's not merely the idea of the political mapping that is understood in ANC languages and the like, and the lexicons of the ANC, of the regions and what the regions are called. But it's a matter of that when you're building an organization, you must build structure. You must make sure that there are structures that are able to convince, to, to lead the organization. Mm. There must be systems in place of how things are done. There must be manifestos. There must be policies. All of that is political structure and because it can come when you don't have that you months. end up freestyling exactly. which is why for example in, in conclusion yeah. you hear that for example another leader of a member of may not speak this language of we are still members of the ANC we may still go back just, but another one will speak that. what the reason for that is because there is no structure mm. there is no concrete political messaging that has been put forward that may make a voter to really understand what is being done on the last point, he speaks about the idea of we do not focus on the issues of what the former President Jacob Zuma is raising as having wrong about the ANC. I mean, of course, some of us have pointed on this for a long time yeah. around the issues that are being Even raised. After that when those issues are being raised to us, when those issues are being raised to us by, by, by journalists, by radio personalities, of course we'll go to those issues. But most of the focus right now has been around 
the personality and the, and, and the formation of the party. When issues like that are being treated, we are going to treat them because we understand some of the things that the former president is saying and we understand we may have views whether to agree or disagree with him. But what we are not going to do is to conflate issues. Uh, what, what, what also we are not going to do, we are not going to be in a position where we simply just have to agree we agree that things are good. I mean, as, as political students, ours is to offer uh, what you call analysis and critique. We're not here to praise anyone. We are yeah. just going to look and say, but this is of concern. We see the other good developments, the party is growing and all those things. But this is of concern and we must learn from history. I hear what he says about COPE, and of course I think I may agree with him a bit, but the aftermath of the COPE elections, is what I'm speaking about. So when there's no structure, something happens. We don't have time, my brother. I'll yeah, leave it here. Of totally course, maybe we may have time in the future, <laughs> but uh, thank you for now. You're going to get me into trouble with Kansel Ampumi, Edward, but thank you very much, Tobani, for your time. Thank you very much. Sure, man. Tobani coming through there as a political commentator. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.